Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improve. Hey, fellows. It's the first night of another season. Nerd Lord, have Hey. I am a super nerd. Oh, my glasses are broken. I am a super nerd. <laughs> I am a super nerd. Excelsior. Excelsior. Nerd. The Nerd School Podcast. Starring Andy. My name is Andy, and I am a super, super nerd. I'm a former um, entertainment journalist. TBJ. Hi. This is Tiffany. You may hear me be referred to as TBJ. TBJ, y'all. I am what I like to call a surprise nerd. Art Star. My name is Art Star. AKA Art Star. He's the nerd Gotham City deserves. And All yours right. truly, <laughs> call me Joe. All right, the final episode where we cover Iron Man 2. We left off uh, after Tony had a big battle with Vanko and he. Uh, Colson kind of made him work on a new project and he worked on a new uh, arc reactor heart light thing uh, based on his dad's design. Andy told, told us about his attendance at the Soul Plane premiere uh, also, but uh, we're going to jump right back in and finish up Iron Man 2 because we've got so much nerd stuff to cover. Here we go. Okay. And then at Hammer Industries, Vanco has radically changed the design of Hammer suits. They are now drones, drone better. Despite what Vanco considers improvements, Hammer is displeased and imprisons Vanco in a small room with two guards while he takes the drones to the Stark Expo. And then Hammer unveils his new military drones. And this, this sequence of, of his whole thing. Uh, his little party thing, his dancing on stage, and everyone going, eh. Yeah. It's just, is so perfectly, you are not Tony Stark, and you want so, so badly to be, and you're not. You're just so damn sad douche. His douche dance. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but, so his new drones are captained by Rhodes in a heavily weaponized version of the confiscated Mark II armor. Unfortunately, it's soon discovered that Vanko has pre-programmed the drones, giving himself complete control. And he's in a cell controlling them, and he has control of Rhodes' new armor, too. And Stark arrives just as they go on the attack. As Stark battles these remote-controlled enemies and tries to evade Rhodes, Happy Hogan and Romanoff race to Hammer's Queen's facility to stop Vanko. When they arrive, they fight their way through the Hammer security guards, and Happy's pleased he took... This is, my, this is one of my favorite parts. Happy's Happy fights one guy. Yeah. Uh, well, she does a million guys. Yeah. Twenty guys are out cold, kicking the shit out of all of them, and he's like, "I got him." <laughs> Meanwhile, she's left a wake of dudes in, in yeah. her pad. Yeah, that's like this is one of my all-time favorite, like, like female empowerment scene yeah. type yeah. thing, where it's just like, yes, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, nobody's very, perfect. Very well have that dumb lunkhead face then uh but i also think it's perfect because it goes back to remember when she stepped in the ring with him the first time and he underestimated her so like this is yet another time where he's like i got it 
and she's like, okay. And then goes and demolishes everyone. Yeah. Um, I, I and think she told him again. to even stay in the car. And he was all macho chivalrous about, no, I'm coming yeah. with you. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. I got to protect you or whatever. It's like, no, stay in the car. I don't need you. You're going to make it worse. <laughs> and she beats the shit out of all those guys. That's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it really, but I like that. It really establishes what a badass she really is. Yeah, yeah. That's why I, I can't believe there hasn't been a Black Widow movie until now. Like, isn't there one coming out soon? Yeah. Uh, Supposedly I, in November. Yeah. Or it was supposed the to be world the wasn't ready yet. Yeah. I just can't believe it's been that long, you know. I guess she's been in a lot of these, but... Yeah, you're not the only one that's gone, where the hell is her solo movie? And it took them this long to get around to it. I mean, it took them until Captain Marvel to give any female hero their own movie. Right, but it was a lot of complaining. Again, speaking of the subversion of nerds, there were a lot of boards that were like, where are all these women superheroes coming from? I was like, they were always there. Where have you been? I mean, we, they didn't go back and make up women superheroes. They existed in the in the comic books, right. uh, but just... there was an uproar among men. I say that. Yeah, it's always not... been viewed as like uh, uh, not, not not minor characters, but like almost sidekickish, almost yeah. sidekickish. Yeah, and there's there's uh, there's a section of nerd journalism that I keep saying that really is for some reason invested in making everyone think that uh, Captain Marvel was a bomb, that everyone hated it, and that Brie Larson is awful, and all the rest of the Avengers cast hate her. They're, like right. I, I see a lot of dumb articles trying to float that theory, and weird just because it's there's a there's a definite strain of misogyny in, uh, mm-hmm. in a lot of nerd circles. And there's there's another thing I, I remembered I want from our earlier conversation uh, about because uh, a lot of nerds will justify how much they love like uh, sleazy cheesecake art and and things like that, uh, which is like a lot of you know objectification of women art thing. And well, look at the dudes; they're impossibly perfect body standards as well. That's that's for the ladies, and like they don't quite get that the the big buff powerful dudes as depicted in comics is generally a male power fantasy right just to be that kind of project that kind of hard badass super powerful no one can beat me up kind of thing is very yeah, very much not, kind of not the females fantasy usually no so nope. female fantasy are, are usually a lot more geared towards the like the suave types the uh the uh the uh, I mean... gender bending or at least uh like guys like as much as I'm not a big fan of this dude, uh there's a X Men character named Gambit that see like dude, yeah. Gambit's probably one of the best X Men to go on. Uh, if you don't like Remy LeBeau, why even want like the X Men go on? Bro, doesn't he just throw planes no, at the people? So yeah, yeah. He, he's he's so a much more of gimmicks stolen from better characters. But it's like it's like it's like people it's like people who sit there and say Iceman just shoots ice. He does. <laughs> He's one of the most powerful mutants in the world. Iceman yeah. is? Iceman is one of the... He's a army... What's that army level? Omega level mutant. One of the most powerful mutants what? in the world. Just put him in a hot room and he's done. Put him in a hot room he's done. No, Joe, that's not how that works. See, he, also, he, Joe, he makes the hot room cold. He would beat the hot room. Oh, he he's would? Good. He wouldn't just melt? No, he could freeze the molecules in your body and kill you. Anyway, He's not I'm sorry. Frosty, this snowman. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. yeah, 
It doesn't matter. But uh, I, it was just like a, like a thing where uh, what nerds don't even know what their own power fantasies are about, and it's and it takes some self reflection that a lot of nerds don't always have. Yeah, they're not self reflecting right now. They're busy being angry. Yeah, and sexist. It'll take some angriness to get to where we need to go. It's 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 the standard thing. Like uh, you're changing what I think I love, so I'm mad at you for the evolution of this thing I love into something more people can love. Right. Therefore, it's not what I love anymore. It's what everybody loves, and I they're possessive about their their own personal view, their own slice of thing. Yeah. Uh, social. Uh, problems <laughs> are, are things nerds have. Yeah, for sure. Um, and so then we have Vanko. Vanko's already departed for the expo in a new armored suit. Unfortunately, by the time they get there, an updated version of his of the harness he used when he attacked Tony Monaco. And back at the Stark Expo, just as Hammer has finished his presentation, the drones attack the standing room only crowd and they begin to flee. Uh, Stark uh, chases after the drones and engages them while Agent Romanoff and Pepper have Justin Hammer arrested for harboring the fugitive Vanko. Uh, and Natasha is able to give Rhodes control of his armor again. because uh, they And that's kind of a cool thing where he's like telling Tony, I can't control this. He's coming after you and I'm chasing you. It's kind of a cool chasing where I'm chasing you, but I'm not, I don't want to kind of thing. Right. I'm coming after you. Here I'm shooting you. And at least he can communicate. Yeah, that, that, which is kind of a, yeah, that's kind of a cool way to do a chase scene. You don't really see the guy chasing somebody, <laughs> warning the guy he's chasing how to get away from him. Yeah, yeah get away from him. I'm going this, you know, that was kind of a neat, kind of cool, different kind of thing. Uh, but then, so Rhodes gets control again, so he and Stark can fight the rest of the drones together. Uh, the two armored allies combine their powers and successfully destroy all the drones. Which again, I, I stopped it during this too. I was like, "This is this is a great story. This is cool. Just destroying a bunch of drones and just blowing them all up, and you don't worry about anybody, you know, who they are or whatever." Right, a good fight scene between friends. Yep. And their buddies, you know, it's always cool to have two buddies blowing everything up together. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of that stuff where they're, you know, when their backs are to to each other and they're fighting, yeah. hey, watch this and do that. You know, all that stuff's cool. Um, but Vanko then lands in the area wearing a greatly updated armor, armored suit with improved plasma energy whips. After a grueling battle, Stark has an idea for he and Rose to use a trick from the earlier battle during Stark's birthday party, filming, uh, firing their energy repulsors to collide and create the same explosion that Vanko caught in the middle. And the maneuver takes Vanko down. Was this the time, too, right before this when he comes, like, Tony does some kind of thing where it just blows up everybody. Like, why don't you start with that? The 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 one shot deal where he just sort of does the crazy laser spin thing that slices up all the drones that are surrounding him. And he said, "It's all right. It's a, it's kind of a one time gig." Yeah, it's a one time gig. It's like lead with that next time. Or something. <laughs> like you know, save us all that. That was kind of funny and yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, the maneuver they do together takes Vanko down. Where they like use. The pulsars together, uh, but Vanko's armor and drones are revealed to have been equipped with self-destruct charges as they begin to explode, Stark races to save Pepper, rescuing her at the last moment after landing on a roof uh, and she quits her CEO position immediately, it's like, I'm not doing this anymore, and she finally gives Tony a kiss 
to which they both find Rhodes sitting a few meters away, uh, which is great, funny banter there. <laughs> He's watching him. Uh, and Tony finally tells Pepper the truth about his heart, upsetting her greatly. And then Stark tells Rhodes to leave, but Rhodes then claims, hey, I was here first. You get your own roof. <laughs> like, get your own roof. And that, that, again, like solidifies for me that Don Cheeto was meant to play this part. Yes. Now, honestly, tell me if you think the previous dude, I'm not going to say his name, would have had the same when it comes to these light. Nope. When it just because I don't want to let the other dude on this line go on a rant. But (laughs) what happened to D? What happened to D? Listen, you know who you are. (laughs) Who's up to D? You know who you are. Think about these small moments between Tony and his friend. Like, and how nuanced. You know, a little but bit of comedic timing. I said earlier how I kind of grown to like Don Cheadle in this role. Which it's is just, great. I'm it, still going to rub in, rub in your previous analysis before you changed your mind hey, to remind you hey, that once upon a time, you were wrong. That's all. I wouldn't say I was wrong. I would just you were. say that I was, I was indifferent to what you was were happening. Wrong. Yeah. I'm not going to claim it. Wrong. <laughs> Wrong. Claiming I won't not I. For for this this part, I think this is what makes these movies for me is like the funny little after battle quips and and banter mm-hmm. that like makes them funny and human. And we just went through all this stressful, exciting stuff together. Like we've been through it. it's like the it's like the post coital cigarette of the whole thing. <laughs> uh, and right. I, and it just like and it just. You know, it makes these characters so likable. You know, it's, yeah, right. it, it, it's why people invest in these characters because they're characters. You like Pepper more. You like Tony more. You like Rhodey better. Like it's like they're your friends. You know what I mean? It's like your they're your buddies right. at work. You know, they're, and that's a big part of how nerds get sucked into these things. Like they really respond to the character moments and uh, the ongoing thing. It's like, uh, like. Not to go back to the X Men again, but the X Men like haven't quite been done justice on the screen because they are much more of a character drama. Like the drama between characters is so much more important than the fight scenes. Uh, like the the ongoing. Uh, so are you saying they didn't they didn't do that well the the character development? That's... They haven't done it. It's so much. It's so much they can like they've been mishandled. Like the X Men in general, yeah, 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 but like I mean, yeah, but the X Men in general, just just the whole premise of mutants, like especially even that, like especially the way the world is now, like it's so much that you know you could do with these characters that they never really like they were more insistent on making these super cheesy. Like they had like big budgets, so let's make as many explosions you can like do this, we can do this. And then like the drama, it was you no, know, it was dramatic, but it's never been like, okay, well, let's just sit there and sit, like focus on how these people are different than quote unquote everyone else. Like, you know, you have homo superior, like how, you know, they don't they don't focus they they kinda hit that, but they don't focus enough on it for it to be like, okay. This X Men movie was so great because it was always it was about how this character was different and it wasn't him and how they were treated by society. It's just like, oh, 
You know, they 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 they're space alien kind of things. They're like, ah, cool, it's just a sci-fi mil- film about someone who can shoot lasers out of his eyes and whatever, whatever. That's, you know, X-Men, like, if you really find a really good director with a really good storyline, you can take the, like, these movies can be just as good as what we've seen so far in the MCU. Just as good. You know, I mean, but, tech, like, I would think that the X Men generally led themselves more towards a an ongoing television series where you can dive into different character arcs and different sort of things. But even 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 like I just finished watching like literally before we started this, I I watched the last episode of Shield, I and it I kind of no spoilers. Well, it's 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 one of those things where it's like Coulson dies, but Coulson Coulson. And I'm sure he's far, Andy's father, but Colton's been dead. Oh, yeah, he has? Oh, he's dead. He's died like I'm 40 sorry. times. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. But it's like, the, it's one of those things where the way they ended it, it's like, okay, it makes you think of when they first started airing episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. But even then, it's like, the, the character development on S.H.I.E.L.D. has, all, to me, has always been like, if you know certain characters or certain elements of like their books and that, and like they're connected to the Marvel universe, you get it. But other than that, it's just like this television. That one. That's one of the reasons why I think Inhumans didn't do good. One of the reasons, like the Defender series on Netflix, suck. How Iron Fist started off good and then started sucking. How Luke Cage was probably the best one because Luke Cage developed their character more. Daredevil started off good. Then it started sucking. The Punisher started good, but then it started sucking. And they all just sucked because their character development wasn't about developing the characters. It was like, this is Marvel and it's moved. this TV series is going to stand alone on the Marvel name. And it does not work. It does gonna, not work. We need a side series called And Then It Sucked. <laughs> art. I, like... I try. I, I literally tried to watch an episode of like one. I didn't finish Iron Fist two. I tried yeah. to watch an episode of Defender, and I'm like, I cannot get into it. It's like it was almost as if they just threw them all together. Jessica Jones was an awesome show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage are probably the two best ones they did. It never started you sucking. It did. It, 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 it never started sucking. <laughs> that doesn't get an episode. I'm, I am way behind on it. Uh, I, I I liked the the first two seasons of Daredevil, uh, Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. I saw Jessica Jones, uh, and I was all right with the Defenders. Defenders was kind of short, but like some of the times, it feels like uh, like they're doing some interesting stuff, but it also doesn't seem like. I, I only watched a little bit of Iron Fist because I tried really hard, but I can't care about Iron Fist. <laughs> I did not. I couldn't get into it. I and I haven't watched the Punisher yet. Uh, Iron Fist. They did this whole, like, there were times when they're like, especially once, even just the thing about the Defenders, or even like some of the late episodes were like, I guess on Luke Cage, how Danny Rand showed up, I think a couple of times or whatever, you had this cool Power Man and Iron Fist kind of collabo thing, and I was like, cool! But then we just all we just felt like Iron Fist was, Iron Fist was pretty much Luke Cage's Robin, to me, it felt like, in this old Netflix series. It wasn't even like, like, I didn't really want to I didn't want to be like, oh, cool, it's Iron Fist. It was like, so awesome. He's the immortal Iron Fist. I like watching this. Like, nah, nah. 
You know, I was so pissed when they canceled Luke Cage. I was like, Luke Cage was just... <laughs> the soundtrack of Luke Cage is awesome. It is an awesome soundtrack. I, I was just going to say, uh, to put a button on the Netflix thing, it's like a, like a lot... Of, some of the times it seemed like they had more episodes than they had story to fill them. So right. They were, they but that's also assuming that they were going to have more seasons of these shows too. Like, felt like this was going to be like this great big universe that they was embarking on. Well, you know? one, they just like in Shield, they assumed, oh, we're we're going to be connecting to the the movies, right. so we're, there's going to be a lot of back and forth, and we're Marvel, so we're too big to fail, kind of thing, and then. Shield Agents of Shield had to go. Wait a minute! They're never going to invite us to be a part of that party, are they? So let's just do the whole thing, and then Netflix kind of bit turned out to be the same thing. So are all those Netflix shows supposed to be in the MCU? Uh, that was the original uh, sentiment, but it doesn't seem to have been. Uh... Sorry, they 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 weird. were almost like they started out sort of kind of like. Like how it's like Shield when it first started, it was MCU because you know they like they was cleaning up and doing all the type of stuff yeah. behind the scenes, right? And where like on the Netflix, they were following the movies on, pretty like like you right. the movie opened and then the next week's episode of Agents of Shield was right, right after that movie. And where on the, the Netflix, Netflix show, Netflix you had like Daredevil vaguely and, mentioned the and Jessica Jones, yeah. Yeah, they were like saying the thing that happened in New York, like in in the, like in the city, like you know, it wasn't Howard's Kitchen, but they always kind of make mention to what happened in uh, Avengers, but it wasn't like you know they talked about them a lot. It was pretty much most of the, other than Daredevil, and um, I guess you could say I guess you could make a case for Luke Cage and Iron Fist, like Jessica Jones, you know she's. She's like a A minus Marvel superhero kind of, maybe a B, you know. So she's not like straight A lister when it comes to like. Who is Jessica Jones? Does she have a superhero name, or is it just Jessica Jones? Uh, she had a story. She was created in the the early aughts as part. Of, Marvel was launching sort of an adult adult oriented line uh, that's still mm-hmm. set in the Marvel universe, and uh, it was called the uh, uh, Marvel Max. Adults only, you mean like sexy? No, no, just like sort of like how you have like the black label or like the you know, some of these they're like mature, like what's it, the Max series? Yeah, it was Where, Mar- like Marvel Max was the line. It was yeah. it was basically like adult themes, although the first episode of Jessica Jones did involve uh some uh some butt coitus, but uh, yeah, it wasn't like it wasn't graphically a, a thing, yeah. But coitus is that the most polite way to say it? <laughs> but it's, yeah, the, it's like, the best way is not to say it at all. I think. Right, right. <laughs> but that was kind of the thing. Like, but that was, but it allowed them to explore a really darker theme of the whole Purple Man, Kilgrave. Uh, like, what if there was a guy who just exuded pheromones that mind controlled everyone that came into contact with him, and he just could do whatever he wanted all the time because he would never suffer consequences. Which is, you know, a little bit Donald Trumpy in that way right now. But uh, <laughs> but it, it was just a really it's a way to deal with like really adult, uh, more adult themes. And Jessica Jones was that, and her story was that she uh, had kind of a tragic childhood. She lost her family when she was a teenager, 
Um, but in the same accident, I think kind of gave her some superpowers or they experimented on her or something. So she had like super strength and could sort of fly by sort of walking on air kind of thing, or at least that's how she was doing it. And uh, so she tried to be a superhero for a while and her name was Jewel. But uh, like one, like one of her first adventures, she was, I think she was like a real, like a, an Avenger in training. And then one of her first things was she got caught up in the purple man's gaze. The purple man is the Kilgrave is who's his whole shtick is. He's a guy who just, exists. one of the, one of the doctor who's yeah. The, the the doc, one of the doctor who's played him in the series, but in the, in the comics, he's actually purple and just anyone who gets close to him breathes in whatever weird mutant pheromones he has and just falls under his mind control spell automatically. And they can't do anything about it. And so, and this guy, can we get back to Iron Man two now? <laughs> I'm just All right. All right. Sorry. I was trying to I answer your question and then I'm sorry. It's just, it's so boring. I'm falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the more on Netflix. Go ahead. Well, yeah, no, I think we'll get to all that when we get to every single episode of every single Marvel show on Netflix uh, and Disney+. Plus. But for now, let's move on. We're pretty much done with the movie, but let's talk about the post credit scene. We are in a remote area of the desert. We see Coulson driving, uh, and we see this crater formed by... Milnor. 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 Meow meow. <laughs> I'll never get this. It's spelled M J O L N I R. Yeah, just yeah. just pronounce it as if the J was a Y. Milner. Milner. All right. Anyway, it's Thor's Mjolnir. hammer, and that just means Mjolnir. the next yeah, episode we're gonna jump to Thor. Correct. Yep. Correct. Thor. That's with Natalie Portman and that girl from the Cat Dennings. Say her name, oh. Two broke girls. Cat Dennings. What's that show she's from? Broke Two Broke Girls. Two Broke Two Broke Girls. Two Broke Girls. I keep wanting to call it Two Girls in a Pizza Place. They uh, that's the show Deadpool was on. Yeah, yeah. Two girls in yeah. a pizza place. Two guys yes. girls, one cup in a pizza place. Ryan Reynolds was in that. <laughs> Two yeah. guys, a girl in a pizza place, starring Ryan Reynolds, who went on to play Deadpool. Oh, okay, we'll get to that too. I don't remember any of that. Uh, but overall, what did you guys think of this movie, Iron Man Two? I liked it. it. It it gets better like the more you watch it. I think at the time it was a little. Uh, I think people didn't react to it as well as Iron Man One, probably because expectations were through the roof, and this was longer and it sprawled a bit more, and uh, and and I guess it put John Favreau off of directing any more of these movies at all. But he still liked being a part of it, so he's been a producer the whole time. But I, I liked it. I thought it was—it's uh, pretty enjoyable. There's a lot of fun character bits in there. I love Sam yeah. Rockwell. This is the last thing he directed, correct? Yeah, uh, I liked it. How many stars would you guys give it out of five? Is this four stars, five stars? I'd give it four. Yeah, I, I would give it four too. Yeah, I do. A, I do a strong four. I'm over here thinking. It's a 3.5 to 4. Maybe a 3.75. Okay. That's also, Don but like Cheatham, I said the last time Don I rated it, I'm not. An extra look, Don Cheadle himself is a straight 100. But <laughs> that, 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 that right there should bump it to a 4. No, guys, I'm thinking big picture, right? 
If I'm going to rate all of MCU, I've got to save some of my four and fives. <laughs> all right, that's a good point. What about general nerddom? Is this looked at as a crappy one of the movies or one of the good ones? You said people didn't like the Hulk one. Yeah, I think this was, yeah. it's generally viewed as, as okay. Uh, Iron Man 3 is the one a lot of nerds shit on because it kind of tries to do something different and uh, it, it bothered a lot of nerds for being too weird, I guess. Uh, which, yeah. which I think is an undeserved. But this one's generally accepted. Nerds like it. They like Mickey Rourke. They like Don Cheadle. They love Don Cheadle. Yeah, yeah I, I, th- I think it's liked but not loved. <laughs> Right. It's and it's not love love is, is is a stretch. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he's he has he still has room to grow. Yeah, we're talking about and the movie. Rody. Don Chino doesn't have room to go. Don Chino I, I said I said I said as Rody. I said as Rody. Sheesh. You're still wrong. Don Cheadle's a grown ass <laughs> man. <laughs> and he's phenomenal all the time. No questions, no debate. Joe is his close personal friend. <laughs> How dare you talk crap on him? If I just remembered his name when we walked past him, he probably would have said, Hey, fellas, you want to go get some beers? You'll never know now. Instead You'll of never know. thinking I'm a friggin' jackass. He probably thought that guy sucks. He just knows me from the playoff commercials. But it's just that, that it was in the middle of the playoffs when I saw him. You know, the playoffs were on, those commercials were on all the time. It's the only, the first thing that came to my head. I know who Don Cheeto was. I just. Ah, I couldn't think of his name. I'm sorry. Don Cheadle, if you're listening, I'm sorry, man. I love you, Don Cheadle. Let's be friends. Get some beers. If you would remember he was on Golden Girl, you probably would have been best of best. Nah, he was on yep. Golden uh, Hotel. Palace. Uh, Palace. Golden Palace. If you yeah, if you'd have pulled that gym out, he would have been like, my man. And then y'all could have been best friends. I'd say, oh, that's the guy from the Golden Palace. <laughs> right? And then I could have Don Cheeto in my life through association. So, Joe, you really messed this up for all of us. And I really messed it up. I got to introduce you to him. Right? And then I could be getting married on the stage. See? Jeez, Joe. I'm going to be angry with you for a couple of days. Well, maybe he'll hear the podcast and fall in love with you. There you maybe go. And I'll say, you know what? It's not working out between me and whoever it is. Is he married? You know, I have no idea. His personal life has never been like in the tabloids or talked about. I guess we better find right. out. Find out for Tiffany, right? Right. We should all write letters to Tiffany to die. <laughs> no, I uh, just it'd, it'd be like a make a wish prom date kind of thing. <laughs> please come take Tiffany to dinner, please. Thank you. We'll have to make up all these problems she has. Like right. She only has a year to live. Or, oh no, don't kill me off. But once you get him reeled in, then it's on you to keep him. Yeah, I got that part. Just, just Right, you're re- you're recovering, you know, and like Right. You just gotta get him over here uh, near us and then I can move him. He's been uh dating the same person since uh nineteen ninety two. Dang. You but you said dating, right? Long term partner. Yeah, but 1992, this is not like they just started dating. They are literally <laughs> committed. This is one of those. Are, are they really committed? They have two No, it's one right of those. Because if they live in Why? California, they are considered. What's that? What is that marriage? Common so if you've law. Been, common yeah, law, yeah. They're common law. And so she has a right to some of his stuff. TBJ, would you be willing to do like a Will Smith, Jada Pinkett situation? 
No, no entanglements for me. I am uh, not good at sharing. It's like I either want you done, chill, or not have you at all. Yeah, I'm not a sharer. It wouldn't work well. Would, Mine. Would, would, you, would you prefer Don Cheeto from Hotel Rwan? Hotel Rwan? Or from Iron Man 3? Iron Man. <laughs> I admire his strength in Hotel Rwanda and his grit, but uh, the one I want to gaze at lovingly is from Iron Man. But now I will not. What I about, will let what about, go. What about his character from uh, what's the movie he did with Adam Sandler? Um, I, this is gonna bother me. Me too. No, I can't. It wasn't things we lost in the fire, right? Wasn't that? Was it? Oh, was it the the nine no, eleven movie? The Adam Sandler nine eleven movie? Is that it? Love rain over. What happened? Rain over. I don't remember that. Adam Sandler made a nine eleven drama. With Don really? Cheadle, right? Yeah, it was called Rain Over Me, I think. Huh. Named after that who's I've song. never seen that in my life. He's like he's like really out of it and like Don Cheeto, I guess they were best friends or something. And he shows up and then like he like once I guess he spends time with him with Don Cheeto and his family and it's it's weird. To me it was weird to see an Adam Sandler company. So dramatic. I like those things though. So I love when comedians play like one of my favorite things about Robin Williams when he played the creepy dude. Um mm-hmm. Where he was oh, the, yeah. photo, that? the photo the, guy, the one hour photo. Yeah, I love when comedians go left. So I, mm-hmm. I know people hate it, and this is probably an unpopular opinion. But like Adam Sandler in Spanglish and Will Ferrell in what is that movie where he loses a job and everything? And it's like selling oh, everything uh, in his house. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, everything must go. Yeah, everything must go. Like, yeah. I like comedians when they're not being like, oh. I mean, I like them when they're funny because I love Will Ferrell, but when they're like in a real life. Will Ferrell's in a serious movie? Yeah. yeah. But I like that juxtaposition because you've got shake and bake and then you've got, you know, a real life situations. So I- Adam Sandler was great in Uncut Gems, but I just. I've not gotten through that yet. Uncut Gems? I haven't watched that. I can't watch those kind of movies. I'm too nervous and on edge, and I, I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to feel nervous. No, I'm the same way. When people are like, "Hey, you should check this out," and I'm like, "Will it make me sad, or anxious, or upset?" Like, I don't have the energy. For, I need upbeat. Give me upbeat right now. The world mm-hmm. is trash. We're in a big dumpster fire. Throw me some Christmas movies. Throw me some comedies. Let's go. Throw it at me. Yes, Babysitter's Club, come in. This is the time. This is the time. Because, right. I've actually, I've actually been uh, binge-watching The Good Witch uh-huh. on Netflix, and I do not watch Hallmark Channel shows. I watch the hell but out of But for Hallmark. some reason, I cannot stop watching The Good Witch. Good. I have four seasons in, and I just found out that there are seven movies. Yep. And I'm like, I must watch these movies. And I'm like, why am I watching this show? And I can't. There are times I'm up till four in the morning watching an episode of The Good Witch, and I don't know why. You're watching it because the world is on fire right now, and cheesy, ridiculous, just silly content, a la Hallmark or wherever, is good for, for your soul right now. Like that's why. Full you're disclosure, it. though. Full disclosure. 
I I kind of have a weird man crush on James Denton, and I don't know why. Is he is he the husband in that? He's I, isn't he from Desperate Housewives? Yeah, I think he's from Desperate Housewives. He the guy in that. But, my wife watches that, and uh, he looks like uh, Mitt Romney. Or but it's it's you know it, it, what it is it, it's 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 that whole he's sure of himself so it's kind of like he has this whole like yeah I can get that kind of vibe and he just goes with it you so know now we know else? something about what you know you never knew what you know <laughs> I can't believe we're talking about this I know. school podcast. Art's favorite man crush. It's cool. You have a little bromance. It's okay, Art. This is a safe space. Right. Yeah. We appreciate your honesty. Yeah. And your yeah. willingness. Hey, to talk I, about hey it. I'm. Hey, I'm. I'm secure enough to sit there and have man crushes. I think Brad Pitt is a pretty man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so <laughs> we have, we all know about my. I don't want to say fascination, but my deep affinity. For Tom Cruise. I, it, is what it, is. it is what it is. No. And that's the one it I don't understand. I can get with you on Brad Pitt. I can get with you on James Denton. And then you say Tom Cruise, and I'm like, what's wrong with you? And I want to commit you. See what happens? Your you safe space is no me. longer safe when you, when you see bring Tom up Tom Cruise. Cruise. When you see Tom Cruise, you just don't want you don't want to go on a mission with him. You can't tell me you don't feel that way. I feel, yeah, I don't want to go on a mission with him because they all. Want to go on a mission with him. I like, don't want to show up in any situation where Tom Cruise. You want to be like, Tom Cruise? Tell me what to do. No, I would not. I would say Tom Cruise, get away from me because you bring trouble. So please step away. You got need to get past. You need to get past the whole Scientology thing. No, even he past needs to that. Get past it. He needs Thank to you. get past that Scientology thing. We don't. He does, and then I'll listen to you. <laughs> wow! Yeah, it's three to one. Oh, by the way, uh, Tom Cruise was one of the favorites to play Tony Stark before Robert Downey Jr. was cast. <laughs> he was very much in discussions, and uh, a lot of uh, nerd rumors kind of assumed he should play it. No. Yes. Right? Could you imagine him in the? No. No. I don't. I, I would. I would have advocated for that, but I'm kind of. I, 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 this whole jumping on him right now is like it's. It's just too much. No. Nope. You know, time. What the time deserve to be shunned like this? I mean, Scientology. Scientology. It's all Scientology. 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 And I just don't think he's that fantastic. Hey, we all have our faults. Yeah, I don't find when I'm watching a movie with Tom Cruise, I'm not He's admiring his acting face. chops. I'm not. He's there's one. nothing happening there. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's so, so well done. So does Tom Cruise come off like? Is he like the Justin Hammer of like everything? Of like every every man in the I wouldn't mind him as Justin. But Hammer. even. Like so, think about Jerry Maguire, right? Where he's supposed to be the hero. He's not. You're an asshole. You are an asshole. You are an asshole. You have an asshole <laughs> job. You got out assholes, and then your way of getting back is to string some chick along while you're still being an asshole. Oh, at the end, you realize you loved her. You're still kind of an asshole. So up. again, show me where he was lovable. He was still. He had asshole tendencies in there too. Tom Cruise sucks. 
He's an asshole. Yeah. He's, He's got a shtick. He's a dick. But he doesn't even realize it, though. And that's the trick. Like, I'm sure Liam Neeson knows at this point he's playing Liam Neeson, right? He knows. It's what he's doing. It's his career. I don't think Tom Cruise realizes so he's just playing Tom you Cruise. Like Liam Neeson? I love Liam Neeson. Okay. Okay. I just dislike Tom Cruise greatly. Like, greatly. <laughs> Didn't Liam Neeson do something wrong? Didn't he say something racist or something? Yeah. Was there? There was the thing yeah, like, where he sort of admit, like he, in the context of saying this was an awful thing that I did in the past, uh, and feeling like ostensibly being contrite about it, said uh, something about like one of his friends got uh, uh, raped or something. Assaulted us, yeah. He wanted to go find a black guy and just beat him oh, up or something. Cause... I'm gonna take him down now. No, wow. no, no. You don't remember that? That's like a big, was a big thing. No. Maybe I just Cause it came out at the same time as uh, what's that movie he did where his son got killed and he was a for all intents and purposes a uh, snow plower. What movie yeah. was that? The one with the wolves? No, not the wolves. The one we was plowing the snow and they had like the mafia or whatever. And, I was about to say like, the one son... where he goes to revenge someone. Yeah, but in this one, he's a snowplow driver. Isn't it called something with snow in the title? Maybe. Or ice or cold, cold dead hands or cold. I feel heat. like it is. It's something cold. I think it's something cold out. pursuit. I think it's cold pursuit, it might be called. Yeah. I could be wrong. could be way off. But I do believe cold is in the title. All right. And that'll wrap up the Iron Man 2 uh, on that note. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back with Thor coming up soon. Uh, some more WandaVision episodes here and there. Uh, thanks for listening. And uh, and in the meantime, there's a challenge. Think of who, what Marvel character, or maybe even DC character, could Tom Cruise play acceptably? What comic book character wow. would you accept Tom Cruise as? That's a puzzle, wow. puzzle for next time. Uh, Justin Hammer's already taken. He has to be somebody else. There's room for him. There's room for him somewhere. Uh, just kind of think about where. Break review. Yeah. Subscribe to Nerd School. Nerd. Nerd. Excelsior. 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 My glasses are broken. My pocket is protected. Hey. About the president no more But evidently they don't see we in the streets still poor Still more incarceration of my kinsmen by the prisons And people thinking this election to end in racism Proud of a pessimism, glad to see Obama But don't expect me not to speak out when I still see problems The Nerd School Podcast Nerd School is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network Powered by Ortho Carolina now offering video visits so you can take control of your orthopedic care from the comfort of your home. Schedule online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, you improved.